Hello, you're listening to What's the Point with Heather Campbell. On this podcast, we talk all things dance. Let's get dancing. Hi everyone, it's Heather here. I know it's been a while since I have gotten to record an episode. To say the summer has been busy is an understatement. I'm sure if any of you dance coaches are listening, you can understand that summer can be hard as a studio owner. Um, It's considered the down season for dancers, which I kind of think is odd because I know when I was growing up as a dancer, summer was a time that I could put more time into dancing. I could take extra classes. It was the time of year that I feel like I grew most. I would ask my teachers to take higher level classes, lower level classes, my level classes, any classes that I could take, I was in and taking classes. But that is not always the norm anymore. Um, Dancers want to have their free time. They want to have a little bit of an off season and summer following nationals a lot of times is that. But I found this summer, my second summer, has been pretty successful but it's because I tried to think outside the box or as the name of this episode I tried to dance outside the box Um, so I wanted to get on here and share some things that I did this summer that seemed to work that may help other studios or teachers or and maybe it's not even just for dance maybe it could be for daycares or Mother's Day out programs or church groups I feel like some of the events that I can be outside of the studio realm Um, so I want to share that with you guys but first I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I've done this summer Um, so started out this summer throwing my first ever recital which is a very different event from a studio owner perspective I had only ever done it as a teacher before And I feel like I got to watch the show a little more and watch the dances on stage from backstage more when I was just a teacher. As a studio owner, I was running all over the place from the lobby to the check-in table to find dancers to put them on stage to quick changes and just keep the show going. I had to go on and off stage and do announcements. And so it was a very different experience, but it went amazing. I couldn't have imagine a more amazing first recital um my teachers and my dance moms did an amazing job of making it look super professional um we got a lot of compliments about how great the show was my dancers did great on stage i actually will be getting our video from recital this week and i'm super excited to relive that experience so i started summer with that and i had the sunday after recital I had off and then I left for nationals on Monday and had one of the most successful nationals I could ever imagine we had like 25 top 10 placements 15 of those being top five I had a soloist make it to shootout Um, we went to stage one nationals so if you make it to finals you make it to the shootout Um, they only take like the top six so one of my soloists made it Uh, which was super exciting and a first for me. And then I had two hip-hop groups make it for the petite and junior age groups. 
So it was a really successful week and it was kind of a weird nationals because we had our groups in a block with another studio, but solos, duets, and trios were a regular schedule at the beginning of the week. So we were there the whole week, but we would do all of our solos, duets, and trios, have a day off, and then all of our group dances, but then we had to stay and wait for awards on Saturday, and then we had to sit through the longest award ceremony ever because they had to do all of the awards for all the groups from the week at one time instead of broken up. But it was an amazing experience. Uh, my company really set the bar super high for next year for season two, which makes me super excited, but also very, very nervous because I am kind of a competitive person and I want to see my dancers keep growing. I want to see them bring home the same awards and more each year and to just do their best and have fun on stage. Like I talked about in my last podcast, have fun, do your best, tell your story. Um, they definitely did that this year. So then I really got into the summer schedule. And that is going to get me started talking about what I did this summer that set myself apart from other studios in the area. So I'll just start with my summer dance program first off. So we did classes three days a week on um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We did them from 12.30 to 4.30. It's kind of middle of the day. A lot of my dancers are on school dance teams, and they have their practices either in the mornings or in the evenings, so the afternoons seem to be a pretty good middle time that worked for most everyone. I tried putting in classes this summer that we don't always do during the year. Like, yes, we had jazz technique and turns and leaps and strength and conditioning and all of our like core classes that they're used to taking in hip hop and lyrical. But I tried to think, what can I do to make my summer schedule stand out from others in this area and to entice my company dancers that just got back from nationals who have worked all year long to take classes, but to also get my recreational dancers to take summer classes. Because that, I have found, is usually one of the harder things to do is to draw in your recreational dancers for summer. When recital's over, they're like, cool, we get a break, we'll be back in the fall, we're going to go family vacation and have fun this summer. So this summer, I put different classes on the schedule. For example, I had um, a palm class where we worked on palm dancing and toe touches and just different tricks and lifts and things that they could do in palm dance because school dance team in my area in Bentonville, Arkansas and in Northwest Arkansas in general is a really big deal um, and helping them prepare for that and finding classes that not only help them at the studio but with school dance team seemed to be something that really drew in the interest of my dancers. So I taught a palm class this summer and they really enjoyed it. Some of my littles who aren't old enough to be on school dance teams yet brought mom's old palms from high school from when they were on dance team and they had a blast with it and it was just something different, something they don't normally do. I've actually decided to put it on my schedule during the year as well. We did a dance history and combo class so each time we had that class, I would pick a choreographer. Like I think one time I did Mia Michaels, one time I did Tice Diorio. So I would pick a choreographer. We would spend the first half of the class learning about the choreographer. I would make a PowerPoint, teach them about 
how they got started in dance, uh, what kind of things they've done in the dance industry, what sets them apart as a choreographer. We would watch some of their videos of their choreography, and uh, then we would go and we would do a dance combo that was inspired by that choreographer's style. So my dancers really enjoyed that because it was something different that they had never done before and they got to learn about people that maybe some of them they had taken a class under at a convention before or it was someone they had never heard of but they knew artists that they had worked with and thought that was super cool so that was something that we did a little different this summer we had modern on our schedule this summer that's not something we've ever had as a class of its own we've put it into our lyrical contemporary class a little bit um but we've never done it as its sole class and my dancers loved it and really want to add it into our schedule this year uh, so moral of the story think outside the box what can you do differently that is gonna allow them to have fun and do something that they don't normally do during the school year Another thing about my summer schedule that I really liked was on Wednesdays, I had a rotating class schedule. So I got this idea because last summer after COVID, I had just opened my dance studio. COVID was just now starting to somewhat send us back into a little bit of normalcy. Studios had just started opening back up in Northwest Arkansas. At the time, I had not found a location for my dance home yet and I had a local studio owner friend that opened his studio to me a couple of days a week in the evenings and would let me teach classes there so obviously I was limited on how much I could teach so we did two hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays in person and then I would teach zoom classes on Wednesdays in the morning um, from my coworker slash best friend's garage, anything we could do to keep them dancing. So in doing that, we didn't have as many hours on the schedule last summer as we normally did. So we had a rotating schedule that changed every three weeks. Well, my dancers love that because it they weren't stuck in this monotonous schedule of doing the exact same thing every single week. So this summer, I decided to kind of take that rotating schedule and not completely do it because I like for them to have technique every week. I like for them to have hip hop and lyrical and certain things every single week. So I used Wednesdays as the fun day, the rotating schedule. So every Wednesday of our five week summer session was a different schedule with different classes. One week might be progressions and modern and dance history it just kind of depended on which week it was and the dancers loved it because it was something different and they got to try something new I even put a foot fitness class on the schedule this summer um, on our rotating Wednesdays and we literally just spent the whole hour working on strengthening and flexibility in our feet um, so the rotating schedule allowed me to put things in there that I can't put in the regular schedule during the year, but that can teach the dancers things that they can do at home on a regular basis. Um, so that was something that really worked for me, and I would highly encourage other studio owners or programs to do the same. Change it up. Use, use the summer to have fun and do things you've never done before. Try out new classes, see how they go, 
and you may come across something that you can add into your schedule year round. So that was one thing that was super successful this summer was the summer schedule and the rotating classes and the trying new classes. But I also try to think of other fun things that we could do besides just camps, which we did do camps. And I will talk about that in a little while. But I also did movie nights and family fun Fridays. So for movie nights, we would use a projector in one of the dance rooms. We'd project a movie on the wall when the dancers would come, it was like a $5 movie night, and they would vote on a movie. We'd say, all right, these are the choices for today. Everyone vote, and then we'd do a big drum roll after we counted it up and tell them what movie we were going to watch, and we would all go in a room. They would bring their own dinner and snacks with them. They could bring friends from home. Some of my dancers brought their neighbors with them. So it kind of got new people into the studio to see the studio and to meet some of the dancers. And then they go home and tell them how much fun they had. And I want to take classes during the year. They just had a ball doing something different and getting together as a dance family and not just dancing, but doing something fun. So we did movie nights on Wednesday evenings and it also allowed parents to have a date night a couple days of the summer too. So we did three movie nights this summer and that seemed to be my most successful events that were like extra events. We also did family fun Fridays. So I had three themed family fun Fridays. I had a fiesta Friday where it was a bring your own taco event. We also provided tacos. We played board games. We had all kinds of cute western decorations and they had a blast with that and it and it brought families together too so the dancers could bring their families with them to participate in the family fun friday we also did a wild wild west night so i youtubed how to line dance and we taught three or four different line dances and the dancers loved it because it was something fun like a fun form of dance they had never done before um one of my dancers they do all styles of dance but they love hip-hop a lot and they as we were doing the line dancing they were like miss heather i think i could be really good at line dancing maybe i'll teach line dancing one day because i have my fast feet from hip-hop and so just giving them something different to try they really enjoyed it and i loved seeing them try something new and have some fun and we got to play some games that night too and just get to know some of the new dancers that came this summer and introduce them to each other's families so that was something fun and we had a water night as our last night and we played all kinds of water games outside with um, our families and their dancers and we were throwing around sponges and pouring water from cup to cup to get the bucket up to a certain spot like we all left having laughed so hard with soaking wet clothes but it was so worth it so those are other things that you can do is just some fun theme nights those are just three ideas there are hundreds of ideas that you could do and it's something that not only does it it doesn't bring in a ton of money into the studio but every little event brings in something and it helps but it also kind of leaves your cup full like when I leave I feel so good because I got to do something fun with people that I care about so much that I don't ever really get to see outside the studio because I'm always at the studio working so I felt like it was good bonding as well 
So in addition to that, we did summer camps this summer. I had a glow camp. So we have a black light room, which is something that really sets our studio apart. Um, we can do like birthday parties and different things in there with the black lights. So I did a glow camp this summer and it was a lot of fun. We did, we taught them a different style of dance each day and we got them like glow bracelets and had glow games and all the different things. We did crafts every day that were glow in the dark that they could take in the room and put in the black light. We did a musical theater camp. So this past season, my recreational program had some really large musical theater classes. It's something that they seem to really fall in love with this this past year so I decided to do a musical theater camp and each day we learned about a different musical we learned about high school musical we learned about hairspray the greatest showman oh we learned about descendants so each day we learned about different types of musicals and we talked about acting and dancing and my musical theater instructor helped me with the camp and she would do different games and exercises that would make them act out things um, either with words or like using their bodies with no words and just a lot of different fun improv games that just make them get get dancing or get moving or get talking or get acting and just make them think outside the box while they're doing it and so that was really fun and we did some cool crafts like one thing that we did we talked about how in musical theater like you have to dream big and if you want to be on Broadway like you have to work hard and stand out and be able to be a person that can act and sing and dance so we made dream boards we talked about what our dreams were when we grew up and we I brought in a bunch of magazines and we cut out different words or pictures that matched their dream and they made dream boards that they took home um, they made bookmarks one day with their favorite quote from a musical and we made sock puppets one day and like string puppets and they made their own show. It was quite interesting. Um, but yeah, that was something that was really fun this summer. And then we have TikTok camp too. We called it Tutu's TikTok and Tie-Dye. So they're going to be like tie-dyeing t-shirts. Like I actually start this camp um, this coming week. So wish me luck. But we're going to be like tie-dyeing t-shirts, um, making lava lamps in a bottle, make up our own dances to TikTok music to post on TikTok. So I will have to let you guys know how that goes on the next episode. So those are some of the things that we've done this summer. Um, I know that summer can be super trying for dance studios. It's hard to keep dancers intrigued year-round and to keep them wanting to be at the studio all the time. But I found that these things really, really helped my dancers. Um, they loved doing new stuff. They loved having events at the studio that weren't just about dance. And it was a super successful summer that I didn't really have to worry about things like, how am I going to make the money to pay the rent? Because we were doing all these fun things to stay ahead. Another idea that a studio can do during the summer are enrollment events. So I 
one day on Saturday after classes, which that's another thing I did this summer. I had Saturday classes on the schedule for recreational students, and it's actually started to grow slowly but surely, and people are signing up for it during the year too because parents, when they get off work during the week, they don't always want to come and sit at the studio for an hour. But if they do it on a Saturday morning, it gives them an excuse to get up and get out of bed and go do something on a Saturday morning and then they have the rest of their day off and they're not tied up during the week or rushing to get their kid from school and head to dance. So that's another thing that you could do for your studios, offer Saturday classes. But one weekend after a Saturday class, I held an enrollment event where I sent out a two-hour time slot and I said, come and enroll talk with Miss Heather, get a tour of the studio, and get signed up and um, reserve your spot for the fall classes. And I had a handful of people come and do that. I even got, I think, three new rec students that day, which was amazing. And then this next week, I'm having an open house where they can come in, they can meet the teachers so most of my staff will be there unless they're out of town on vacation they can take a tour of the studio we have um, giveaways we're having a free trial class for any new dancers that are wanting to try a dance class before enrolling we have a dance class being taught we also have a dance-a-thon going on that'll be raising money for our studio's scholarship program for Um, like scholarship relief program for families in need throughout the season. I know last year we were able to help, I think it was somewhere around $10,000 in scholarships to help dancers get through the season, which ended up being super useful last season because with COVID, sometimes families would be out of work for weeks out of time if if someone in their family got COVID and they had to contact quarantine or or if they were exposed at school and everyone had to stay home or they lost their job because a company closed because of COVID, we were able to have a relief fund to help dancers from time to time whenever there was money in the in the fund, which was really nice. So this year we're doing our dance-a-thon to help raise money for that. And that event will be going on at the open house at the same time. But we are going to use the event to really try and bring in new students. We have the Kona ice truck coming, which is like a snow cone truck that we will get snow cones for any new students that come and sign up. And we have, I have a store, a dance store inside my studio. It's called the Point Store. And we have new merchandise in there like I have found that one thing that my dancers have been asking for is stickers for their water bottles and their laptops because that's the thing to do with the hydro flask you put the stickers all over it or their laptops for school they're allowed to decorate them so we have like decal stickers for the car stickers for your laptop we're putting poppets in there all kinds of new like leos and so we are using that time to show off all the new merchandise at the studio too if dancers want some new gear for the new year um and it's just a really fun event to just bring people in to see what the tpdc family is all about so that is our last event really of the summer um that'll lead into classes starting 
I've also been doing a countdown. I started that today, a 15-day countdown till dance starts, which is really fun. And some other studios in the area I've seen are doing like another introduce your staff so like each year they will do something fun they'll be like hey meet our staff member this is our ballet teacher her favorite food is this and and it's not just about their dance background but just funny facts about them and it really helps the students feel familiarized with the teachers and and teaches them fun facts because I know they don't only want to know about our dance background but they like to know about us as a person too so just really using social media to your benefit is the best thing that you can do during the summer I use Instagram and Facebook predominantly and I have a website that is really well developed that has all of our upcoming events on it pictures from throughout the season of rec and company dancers super user-friendly you can also take like a tour of my studio space on there it has like the features of each room and pictures of it Um, so just making sure that you have a well-developed website and that you are constantly keeping it updated with what's going on is super important Um, as far as social media I feel like Facebook is the best way to reach parents and Instagram is the best way to reach dancers so if you want dancers for example to go to a movie night post it on Instagram and then they all start sharing it on their story and they see it on there and they beg their parents I need to go to the movie night on Wednesday so really knowing your audience and know who's watching you on what um, platform is super important and it has definitely helped me a lot and my dancers are actually super cool about sharing our content on their personal Instagram or making picture collages from different events and tagging the studio and their story so we can share it too. For example, I just got done with company camp this last week. So company camp for Turning Point Dance Center is our choreography week. So I was actually counting it up yesterday. I was at the studio 74 hours this past week and I set 16 new competition group dances, and one of my coworkers set two. So we knocked out 18 dances this week, teaching 12-hour days. And then on the last day, it's like our fun day of the week. So Friday, we had um, master classes that morning. We had the Kona Ice Truck come. We had a team bonding event where we played different games to get to know each other more and to get to know all the new people on company. We did a buddy reveal. So each season, my dancers get paired with another company member. Um, We used to call it Big and Little, but sometimes you don't always have Big and Littles because I have like a large amount of that like... 10 to 12 year old range and so I have decided to call them company buddies because they don't necessarily have to be older to be your buddy and so we did a buddy reveal where they bring a gift for their buddy we have them close their eyes we put them back to back with their buddy and they're turning around and they're like oh my gosh that's my buddy they go and exchange gifts and that buddy throughout the season they'll bring each other gifts at competition or on Christmas or birthday and if parents have questions they can always ask their buddy's parent because anytime we have a new dancer I always pair them with someone who is seasoned in the dance world and 
competition dance and knows what the studio expectations are and can help with that and help the parent, the new parent, know what's going on. Um, so we did a buddy reveal. We had a parent meeting where we go over all the important information for the season. And to end the day, we had a giant water slide that a bunch of the parents chipped in on and got for the kids. And it was a blast. And then we went straight into a lock-in after that. So me and two of my coworkers basically stayed up all night with not everyone on the company stayed because of covid or traveling or leaving for vacation that day so my company this year has 54 kids and we had about 30 of them stay overnight and we were able to spread them throughout um, all five of our studio rooms to where they could still socially distance and sleep and it was a blast coming off that and going into the last couple weeks of summer is super exciting but it's also trying to recover but get ready for the new season is kind of it's a lot I know today's my first day back home after company camp and I am so tired but I was like you know what it's been the most amazing summer I need to get on and do another podcast I need to tell them what I did this summer maybe it'll help a studio owner or a dance teacher or some sort of program somewhere and give them ideas that can help them as well. Because um, I know I'm on all those dance teacher network, the studio owner network on Facebook, and a lot of people have been asking, what are you doing this summer to gain new students? What are you doing to get your summer classes filled? How are you boosting enrollment? So this is kind of my way of being like, hey, this is what I'm doing. It seems to be working for me. Maybe it'll work for you too. And if any of you have ideas that I can add to my summer plan, please reach out. Let me know. I would love to learn more. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, it's Turning Point Dance Center. We are located in Northwest Arkansas. I'm always open for learning new ways to do things or ideas that I can implement. One other thing that I did this summer, um, with my studio space, I rented out to people for events. For example, we have birthday parties sometimes, or I have um, a local Latin dance community that will rent it for dance socials every now and then or for master classes or we have adult fitness groups that come um, so that's something that is another way to bring in revenue during the summer that I think is important I think if you have a dance space you should be trying to use it as much as possible and that's what I try to do I am blessed to have a large dance space with five dance rooms um, so I do my best to try and keep them booked and busy as often as I can. I wanted to get on here and talk to you all about summer and share my ideas and share what I did this summer and share what the studio was like and kind of just reflect. It's been a great summer and I'm super excited to start season two, especially after having set a bunch of new choreography last week. I can't wait to start getting in the studio and cleaning it. Um, my dancers seem to really like it, and I'm excited to see what comes this season. Um, i got two weeks left of summer. I have 
a couple more guest choreographers coming in to finish our last couple routines. Um, one of my personal goals as a coach or a director or a studio owner, because I've been in all three positions where I was just a coach or I was the director of the company program and now I'm the owner of the studio, so I have to look at all aspects of studio life. But my goal as a company director is to have all of my dances finished before the first day of dance. So our first day of dance is August 16th. I still have some solos and duets to set, and I have two guest choreographers coming in to finish their, or to start and finish their teams, and it'll finish our choreography for season two. Um, I know some of you listening may think that's insane. I like to get things done early. For example, when I had my parent meeting yesterday, I literally had the entire year's schedule down to my company camp next summer, my audition dates next May. Everything is handed to them a year in advance. I try to be super, super organized and have everything out in advance so that way it gives parents and staff time to really plan and know what's going on. Thank you for listening. I am going to start doing these podcasts much more often. I really am excited to get this started. Um, I, as I said in my first episode, I want to share my knowledge. I want to share what I'm doing. I want to help other studio owners, teachers, dancers. I want to share my connections. I want to share anything that I can do to draw attention to the dance world and to help other dancers. I truly believe that the dance world is a community and we have to be there for each other let's help each other out and I can't wait to do my next episode I'm fixing to take a trip to Kentucky I'm hoping to get one of my old either a dance teacher or one of my friends to do a podcast episode with me so we can learn from them too so I'll keep you posted on what's coming next you can follow me on Instagram my Instagram name is What's the Point with Heather. There's no punctuation, and you can go on there and follow. Anytime I post a new episode, I will let listeners know on there. So follow me on Instagram. Stay in touch if you are a dance coach and you would like to be on the podcast sometime. Direct message me. Let me know. I would love to share your knowledge and your experience, and we can change the dance world and impact others together so thanks for listening and i will talk to you guys soon